every once in a while, you may find yourself in real angst about a decision. It kind of feels like you're pulled in all directions equally, and it's hard to be clear about what is the best choice, what makes the most sense for you. Today, I'm going to talk about a strategy for getting a little bit of clarification about what's going on inside when you are in the middle of angst. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. In our book, The Entrepreneur's Guide Keeping Your Shit Together, uh, Rob and I talk about how to get clarity when you're hearing competing voices in your head. Sometimes people get a little squirmy when I talk about voices in your head. It can sound like something uh, deeply pathological or perhaps a precursor to a psychotic break. But of course, that is not at all what I mean. All of us have multiple competing voices that live inside of us. Sometimes those voices align with our different roles, our roles as parent or significant other, creative, business manager, growth hacker, marketer, developer. As entrepreneurs, we often carry multiple roles just throughout the the one role that we have as business owner. And each of those roles represents a slightly different voice inside of us. From that role's perspective, there are different motivations, different stressors, different fears at play. The voices in our head also cut across space and time. So in addition to the many roles we may experience in our current right here and now life, The voices in our head often include old experiences, old voices, maybe the internalized voice of a parent, the inner child that lives within us, or that that inner 13-year-old that's still sort of horrified by the social intricacies of junior high. There's a model of therapy called internal family systems, which looks at how there's a whole cast of characters, a whole family that lives inside of each of us, often comprised of vulnerable parts like child-like inner children kind of parts, adult parts that are designed to protect against danger, sometimes victim parts or perpetrator parts. Whew, all that to say, it can get a little bit loud inside our heads sometimes. One of the exercises that I often use in my coaching practice, when someone is feeling really stuck, either there's a big decision that feels really difficult to make or complicated to make, Or maybe there's so many smaller decisions that someone is completely overwhelmed about what is the top priority. In either of those situations, it can be really helpful to try to identify the different voices that are speaking internally. In a dialogue, we might kind of interview each major voice. You can also do this in writing. You can do it as a journaling practice. But say you're feeling stumped about a hiring decision. It feels really unclear whether it's the right choice to allocate your business's resources towards adding another team member. It might be important to interview the the internal CFO that lives inside of you, the part of you that is watching the budget. What are that person's concerns? What are that voice's fears? What are that voice's motivations in making this decision? 
It may also be helpful to talk to the, the boss, the team lead that lives inside of you. What are the interpersonal concerns? What are the challenges or fears, motivations that that part of you has regarding changing the makeup of your team, adding a new person to the mix? It's possible that your inner teenager is feeling a bit rebellious about this prospect of having more responsibility, another mouth to feed, so to speak, another adult which requires adult leadership from you. So it might be worth a little conversation with that inner teen or inner child. Are they feeling like they don't have enough space for playful expression? Are they feeling like they're overburdened with adult responsibility and not having a healthy outlet for a little bit of rebelliousness? When we're talking about our inner voices, we're acknowledging that we are somewhat complicated entities. Most of us are not straightforward, rational logic bots, and neither are we clearly intuitive feeling into our gut reactions. Often there's kind of a mishmash of those parts of us that are present, especially when the decision is big or is complicated. So if you feel like your logic is breaking down or you feel like your intuition is clouded, you feel like you're getting multiple, maybe conflicting sources of advice from different people outside of you, it may be that the inner constellation, the inner voices are jumbled, that they're in conflict and tension. And it's worth the time to try to parse out what each of those inner drives, inner characters is needing and wanting from you at a certain time. So please note this is different than making like a pro con list about a decision. It's an assessment of motivations, fears, needs that may be unmet. When we have a good understanding of those components of the different parts of us, we gain insight into where we might be blocked or stuck. Another piece of this process is that it is important to not be judgmental or critical about those different voices. So for example, if you do have an inner teen, an inner leather jacket wearing, motorcycle fantasizing, James Dean wannabe, that part of you exists for a reason. It's an important part of you. It may be somewhat inconvenient to your grown-up decision-making day-to-day, but it's important to understand and listen to the drives and motives of that part and not sort of write it off as an immature or not useful voice within you. When we do minimize or diminish different parts of us, we run the risk of having unlived lives I guess parts of us that we repress and try to force into quiet submission. And for many of us, that can kind of come out sideways, comes out in a midlife crisis, comes out in an impulsive bad decision. So generally speaking, it's not helpful to judge or repress these internal voices. It's better to just to engage them in conversation, to be curious, to be open, to listen. As I mentioned, a process like this can happen with a coach or a therapist, um, but it can also happen in your own you know, journaling practice. Maybe you even create a little archetype or avatar for each of these conflicting characters within you. You can make a, you know, a table on a sheet where you're listing each component in different columns, or you can be more artistic about it by uh, drawing these different characters in ways that represent their needs and motives. For myself, I know that there is a part of me that is a very driven, ambitious, kind of 17-year-old who is trying to prove herself, to 
earned scholarships to college, who is doing everything she can to create a life for herself. Even though I'm far past that developmental period and in many ways the life that I want is well underway, that part of me is still strong. And when I'm making a decision about saying yes to an opportunity or saying no to an opportunity, I have to recognize that there is that mildly anxious, very high achieving, slightly emotionally immature part of me that's always gonna be like, yes, you have to do the thing, you have to try, just dig down deeper, try harder. And while she served me well, that part should probably not be in the driver's seat at this point in my life. Some of her motives are in tension or conflict with my motivations as a mother who desires to have an open calendar and an open schedule and not be so driven every moment of my life so that I can have time to be playful and present for my children. So the mother voice and the high achieving voice are sometimes in tension and I have to kind of parse them carefully when I'm deciding whether to say yes or no to something. Give yourself credit for being a slightly complicated entity. There's lots of moving pieces inside of you. Rather than steamroll those pieces, just get in the practice of listening to them, identifying them, being in dialogue with them. And that will allow you to do a little bit of conflict resolution, try to get everybody on the same page when you are facing a complex decision. Hope that was helpful to you and all of your parts. Take good care. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.